Hello there, Pubcast fans, and welcome to episode 130 uh, of the Agile Pubcast. With myself here in my home, Paul, and Jeff in a strange-looking pub in Hull. Yes, we're miles apart, but how dedicated we are that we still manage to throw together one of these little Pubcast episodes for you. So, Jeff's in a pub which has a history. He loves a pub with a bit of history. Uh, history around the English Civil War. So that was a nice, um, light-hearted topic that Jeff and I started off with, all about uh, death and destruction in, in England uh, many hundreds of years ago. But there we are. So we started with that, and that got us all started on talking about the difference between the Scrum Alliance and Scrum.org and various other um, factions within the Agile space, a bit of a comparison, or is there a battle between Waterfall and Agile? Um, and then we got onto all sorts of things around um, creators and, and how we can p possibly um, get access to more material, to material out there that's all been lost. And Jeff told us a little, little bit about his uh, new venture that's starting in Hull this week. And we finished with some strange conundrums around crosswords. And if you have a check on the comments, you might even find a little clue there for you to work on before the next episode comes along. So, um, we hope you're enjoying the episodes. Here comes another one, episode 130. Cheers! Play the jingle! There we are. We're on. Well, this is a bit all a bit different isn't it <laughs> oh, where are you Paul well I'm at home <laughs> uh, where are you Jeff I'm in Hull never been to Hull before in my life Hull city of it was it city was... of culture 2017 city of culture five years you're in a noisy pub but um, you're in a very uh, a pub with some very kind of dark wood behind you some, and, a, and a set of ag antlers behind you yeah, yeah. yeah I mean it's a proper, proper this is um, 700 years old this pub is it? at least yeah it was, I mean, it's, it's a historic, there's a red sign on the wall, a red plaque. Yeah. It's a historic place. So this is where the English Civil War started. What, in that pub? <laughs> well, yeah. So upstairs is somewhere called the Plotting Parlour. Oh, okay. Where um, the parliamentarians plotted against... King Charles. And it says there's a plaque on the wall. It says on St George's Day, yeah. 1642, which was the recent. First we, had, we had St George's Day a couple of days ago, didn't we? This weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. So, I mean, I'm I'm tying all this together. I'm You're pulling right. all the stops. It's, it's it's great for you to go all the way to Hull just for just for this particular day, Jeff. Yeah, the first blow was struck for and gained by the Parliament and thus commenced the civil war gendered under the defeat and death of Charles so the first. So has Oliver Cromwell been in that pub? 
I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, okay, I noticed it was um, you know, he was he was. I was literally was... walking. I was literally walking down the road, and it says historic pub. So I stopped and had a look, and I thought, well, that's a perfect place to have a have a podcast. Well, there you are. So, what's the name of the pub? Ye old white heart, heart as in stag, deer. Okay. That's in the thing on the wall behind you. Mm. Um, very yeah. good. We'll come back to that in a minute. What are you drinking for the minute? For the moment, what are you drinking? Drinking a Yorkshire blonde. <laughs> Do you like a Yorkshire blonde? Is Hull in Yorkshire? See, I, I would have, without really having. You're going to say Humberside, aren't you? I was going to say Humberside, yeah. Am I right? I was going to say Humberside. I don't, but I don't know whether Humberside is actually a county. Ooh. I would have said Humberside because it's on the river Humber. Um, but apparently, I think it's in Yorkshire. Let me uh, check that for you. This is the benefit of being at home. I can do these things very quickly. Um, no, it's not Kingston, Kingston upon Hull. Or is it Kingston upon Hull? Hang on a minute. I walked past a pub called the Kingston. Yes. Uh, what county? East Riding of of Yorkshire. Apparently. Yeah. 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 It's in a, the city of Kingston upon Hull is in a separate unitary authority immediately to the south, and forms part of the ceremonial county area of East Riding of Yorkshire. Okay. Or simply East Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. There, you go. there you go. So there you are. And um, you're drinking a Yorkshire Blonde. I'm yep. not in a pub. I'm at home in my office. But I'm drinking a bottle of Taunton. Oh, I see that. It's very bright in that light. Taunton Cider Company. Vintage Somerset Cider. Six percent. Playing catch up. This is my third. So. <laughs> on a school night. Yeah, on a school night. But it's probably at least it's cold. I've lost my bottle opener. Um, I'll open it. You've see. lost your bottle opener. Get a job podcast bottle opener. It's got no fizz to it. And I'll pour it. Can you hear it? I can. I can't do a little um, tap, can we? A little what? A little clink. No, we can't. We'll have to fake it. We'll put a, 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 sp- a sound effect in there later. Cheers, mate. Nice to see you again. Cheers, bud. Um, yeah, so we are not... You're a busy man, aren't you, the next few weeks? So it's quite hard to, to pin you down for a a podcast over the next few weeks. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Back to the good yeah, old days of, of travelling everywhere all over the country. Yeah. Yeah, places I've never been. Going somewhere else I've never been next week as well. So Where's that? It's all um, Horsham. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sussex. You're visiting places yeah. beginning with H. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Names. I know we're still April, aren't we? But there's some stained glass windows in this pub. It's very, very good. Very cool. And there are uh, pictures of the, the uh, Cavaliers. Yes. In the stained glass. And there's a skull 
in a, in a perspex casing there, which is from someone who was discovered in this pub. Oh, okay. I don't know who. <laughs> The, the the roundheads won, didn't they? I mean, my my history is sketchy. Did the roundheads parliamentarians win? won? Yeah. So basically, yeah, that, that's that's why our current queen basically has no power. Really? So the, yeah, yeah. So ever since the civil war, the monarch has ruled um, by grace of parliament, basically. Uh, okay. So it's been very ceremonial since then. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, so it's all kind of electoral versus divine right. I think it was basically the, um, the civil war. Well, I think it was a set of wars. I think it was like three wars rather than one, but it's still called the English Civil War. Right. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, there we go. But yeah, we weren't taught that at school. I find I it weird. No, that I we... wasn't taught it at school. Either. No, it's. We're... It's quite a big, big part of our history, and we just I don't think anyone's ever talked to. No, was was Charles the first the one that was beheaded? That Charles the first? Charles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looked like a spaniel, didn't he? All his portraits, he had kind of, he had kind of long, long hair like like spaniel's ears. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I can that's... neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah, but that's what I remember about the pictures of Charles the First. And yes, he was off, off with it, off with his head. Was that that's the phrase, isn't it? Was that yeah. did that come from that that kind of uh, execution? Off with his head. Most likely. Yeah. yeah I, lo- I do like this pub. It's very cool. It's quite nice. Call local. Yeah. Imagine having a meeting upstairs and you all plotting. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's, um, I'm not quite sure whether it lends itself to Agile or not. Not really up on the history, but I mean, Agile Scrum has had schisms, doesn't it? It's had sort of, I mean, war is, is too strong a word, but. Infighting. Uh, it's been infighting, yeah. hasn't there? And splits. Yeah. Fra- fractures. Splint, splinter yeah. group, splinter cells. Mm. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Yeah. Schwab, Mr. Schwaber was the big one, wasn't he? People still ask me about that now. People ask you about the uh, why is why is there Scrum dot org and why is there Scrum Alliance? I think I think it's gone past that. I, I, I think most people have no idea no. that Ken was part of the Scrum Alliance, and they just take it for granted that there is Scrum Alliance, Scrum dot org, and all these different things. Mm. Um, but no, once upon a time, it was a lot simpler. Mm. Not necessarily better, but a lot simpler. Mm. Yeah. It all, it, uh, I certainly think initially it was all quite nasty, wasn't it? And all a bit, a bit bitter, and um, yeah. a lot of. I'm surprised no charges were brought. Yes, a lot of finger pointing, a lot of uh, desk banging from memories, but. Um, yeah, a lot of that's kind of subsided now. The kind of the two families have just chosen to do their own thing in parallel, really, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, there's some hesitant to draw parallels, but when certainly when oh, you and I, 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 I,
is it's very much almost uh, Charles the First style thing, wasn't it? it was granted by God or Ken Schwaber, as it yes. was at the time. You and I were both anointed, weren't we? Yeah, personally approved, vetted. Yes. And now there's much more of a, a process around it with hoops to jump through and people to impress and boxes to tick. But isn't the scrum.org pathway still very much with Ken at the helm? Isn't, isn't... I don't think so, but I really don't know because I, I think Ken's taking a bit more back to I think it's more Dave West that runs that. And there are curators of different courses and things. Yeah. own the content now. I think Ken's more of a figurehead. Hmm. Because it used to be very much Ken's, Ken's content, or that that was you'd had one. They had no choice. You had to run, yeah. run the same exercises. Probably the same exercises that you and I did with Ken many many years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, there was a. Um, he, came, he came on stage as a hologram, didn't he? Oh, no, Ken. Did he? Yeah. It's not like the sort of the, the scrum little annual conference type thing. It was. Um, it wasn't. It, it wasn't everybody virtual because there was a big crowd. But yeah, he appeared as a as a hologram <laughs> to give his keynote. Brilliant. <laughs> Where's Well, that might, maybe that's the way forward. Maybe that's um, you know, what the next generation of conferences will be. He's immortal, like Highlander. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, there's another film you haven't seen. That's to, that's to do with Scottish independence, right? Which was quelled and buffed. But it seems hung, drawn, and quartered. We discussed that last time. We did. That was the that was another kind of Scottish William Wallace. war hero. Um, but. Yeah, were, the, were, the, were the Scottish involved in the English Civil War? I know it's called the English uh, so, Civil War. Well, yeah, it was to do with three kingdoms England, Scotland, and Ireland. Yeah. I don't, I don't know whether that's why there were three wars, but it was definitely to do with three kingdoms. Mm. So, yes, they were involved. And I have a feeling that Charles was king of Scotland before he was king of England. But oh, again, right. my, English, my English royal history is very, very hazy. I had a friend I went to school with who, who um, could list all of the English kings and queens yes. you know, from the 12th century onwards. And they, he had a ruler with the one. I mean, he had a wooden ruler with the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so some schools obviously did to teach um, teach the English Monarchal, not mine. Yeah, yeah. The best man at my wedding, Chris, studied. Well, he studied more medieval history, but he would. I get. I think he's the type of person that would probably know when these things were. Certainly, who was uh, who was involved. Yeah, they playing darts behind you, Jeff. There's a group of, of my friends. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. I might be in danger. You want to um, get in there, Jeff, and hustle them for some cash. Let me go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
wouldn't be the first time. Would it? No. True. I remember we, we hustled some a uh, couple of South African gentlemen, didn't we, in London once? Did we take them? Did we take their money off them? Did we do that at the end, or did we just play? I think so. I think so. <laughs> they were definitely going to take our money. They, well, they tried to hustle us. That we, you see, we hustled them. Means that implies that we, we intended to try and play it soft and go hard. Yeah, we were just having some fun. They came in and lost, and then hoped that someone put money down and beat us. Somehow, I have no idea how, but we did. We won. I somehow remember as well. Didn't they got into a little bit of an? Uh, I'm going to say argument or a heated discussion about agile there, didn't we? Wouldn't they? We did. Yeah, because they said that agile would never work in Russia because of the culture. Uh, okay. Okay. And I've never been to Russia, um, but my view. That evening was, I think that's too much of a stereotype. Yeah. And I'm sure that it could. And their view, having worked in Russia a lot for a long time, was no. There's too much corruption. What's the opposite of transparency? Uh, and hierarchy. But, yeah, we had a bit of a we had a bit of a debate, and I was. Um, uh, you were very, very diplomatic. Knowledge, but you were very diplomatic. You didn't, you didn't um, rise. You didn't, you didn't confront them, or you know, try and. Uh, you know, I seem to remember. I just basically just shrank into the corner uh, and, <laughs> and let, let you carry on. Um, do you think if if there is back to the war analogy, if there was a if there was a a war between waterfall and agile, then do you think that war has been won? Someone was asking me about this today as, as to whether you know whether we've crossed that chasm or not. Well, I still think there is a place for waterfall. I don't think that place has been suffered. Or even really in other environment. But I still think there is a place in the more complicated, simple domain that the waterfall would be more efficient. So I have to admit, I put my hand up and say I did see it as, I wouldn't say a war, certainly versus. Mm. Either or binary zero sum game. <coughs> not, not, not now. I, I see. I see it more as a almost like a ninety ten, perhaps in, in my world. Perhaps other worlds, other industries, it would be less extreme. Mm. But yeah, I think, I think in the world, has it worked? I suppose if you're looking at sort of an election, just like in France yeah. recently, then yeah. you know, you're looking for a majority, then yeah, absolutely, it's been one. If you're looking for perhaps a, a moral majority, maybe two thirds, 75%, maybe, yeah, probably I think there's an acceptance that it's agile, it's more the right thing to do than waterfall. 
But I think the question is, is it actually happening? And people say our job could be actually mean our job. Mm. Perhaps not. Mm. Good agile, maybe a dark agile, as Ron Jeffries would call it. Dark but it's 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 almost a little bit, and we saw this. I think you still see it. Still see it to a degree now, but perhaps not as much as you used to a few years back. But there's, so if, if there was a an opposition, um, if there was a waterfall versus agile, let's say agile has surpassed that 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 won that that battle, if you like. Yeah. There's, isn't there a risk of, in, like you said, this infighting now, but it's kind of imploding? If it, this ad, part factions within um, the agile industry or the agile way of thinking, instead of fighting against people, they're fighting against each other to a degree? Quite possibly. I, mean, I, I, I have to admit, I, have, I was about to say I've been thinking this, and I don't want to be a liar. It's been in the back of my mind and just brought it in front of my mind. I think, for me, we've gone through the necessary divergence because there was too much of an echo chamber. Yeah. And lots of people wanted to get their, their ideas out. Yeah. It wasn't. You know, collaborative enough and facilitated enough to, to, to allow that in one space so they needed their own different splinters. Maybe that was a necessity. Um, but I actually think there's probably more, more of a conversion um, the different factions aren't necessarily offering anything different anymore. No. Um, and almost there's a there is actually a but I think almost all of the agile factions would fight against safe, for example. Yeah. So they have more in common than they do apart. But you look at you look at these different. I look at these different offerings and think, well, what actually are you offering now? And it's been it's been a long time since Scrum Alliance actually created anything, innovated anything new. Same with Scrum.org. Effectively, what Ben did there was he went to Scrum Alliance and recreated what he did there. He just basically copied the same path and put a P at the front instead of a C at the front. That's ultimately what he did. So there's no innovation there. I think there was a lot of hope for something like IC Agile, yeah. but that hasn't really worked. From, from what I can tell, it just seems to be a of just far too many of a similar, nondescript, no real difference making money. It's a money making for They charge more for people to be training there and, and there. Yeah. Um, and so what are they what are they innovating? Nothing. They're just they're just connecting training. So I think there's more chance for um a consolidation further. They don't seem to be bothered about fighting each other. They're more protecting their own. Yeah. This is how I see it. Yeah, kind of protecting their own interests and, and assets rather than. And I think, yeah, I think um, 
that conflict and that um I, i'll say competition to a degree um kind of spawned a lot of new ideas and a lot of um uh, inertia and, and passion around it and i think yeah that's kind of gone to a degree that you know there hasn't really been anything new offered in recent times i, I know we've had a a massive global pandemic to to kind of deal with over the last two three years and that's kind of taken a taken a, us in a slightly different direction around more around how you can collaborate um remotely but in terms of new ways of thinking there's been a few things but nothing nothing revolutionary in that in that sense oh it just it's um it's kind of like a, a globalization versus artisan type thing and so this one was very much niche it was artisan it was just a small thing wasn't it really it was yeah. dots on the landscape of project management side things or product management so yeah and it, and it grew and it grew and so it started to exploit it so that's probably you know, a good thing in terms of market and market exploitation but has it really grown <laughs> look at the scrum guide changes there language changes it's nothing nothing particular but when you say that we've had the global pandemic to me that's if nothing that that's that's a reason why we should be innovating things have changed dramatically yeah. so the way that we do things needs to change to, to match that um and you know, scrum has become an institution to become part of the establishment Mm. A new establishment, a different better establishment, arguably, but still part of the establishment. So where's the where are the where are the smaller voices, the new voices, the small creators who are who don't have a machine behind them, the, the multi-million investment certification industry behind them. Um, those people find it even harder to get their voice heard now than you used to had massive influence on the job scene 15 years ago. Yeah. So much harder for someone like that to make an impact there because they're not the vanguard. You know, no. Scrum is the establishment. They're, you know, and and to be fair, they're um, they're, they're people like Esther. Their their material is somewhat diluted by the amount of other material out there that's not necessarily as good and as useful yeah. and, and as as um as going to make much of an impact. But it's just it's harder to find it. It's harder to see it. Yeah. And there's so so yeah. many people like that that are um have been kind of you know they've been just blurred blurred into the background that we've forgotten about that, that a lot of people have forgotten about that have some really good stuff out there. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. It's so much, it's so much easier now for anybody to self-publish. Yes. And so you look at whereas when we were looking for a book, generally the books were Mike Cohn. Esther Durden, James Baker, they were all 
really groundbreaking books, big influential books. Yeah, I've gone to the agile programming charts. They're almost all free on Kindles. Yeah, yeah. you get you get a book yeah. for a book for a penny. Yeah, it's written by a n other. Part of me really wants to read something as those things to see how good or bad they are. But part oh, I did, I did. Did you? Yeah, and I and I and I asked. I got a reason. What What made it? What do you mean dreadful? What do you mean by dreadful? It was very. There was hardly any content in it. So literally, the number of pages was very low, mm. um, and it was there was very little actual um, evidence in there. Very, it was all just this is what I think. It was basically a blog post. That's what it was. It was in, a blog post in, in book form. Yeah, yeah. So no, no critical evaluation, no reviewing, no, um, no any kind of critique at all. No reflection no evidence no, nothing just this is what i think and i can put agile on it and i can get it out there free and that's what i mean <coughs> making a name but it muddies the water like say it brings you yeah yeah and um yeah there's nothing it's just a lot of people saying the same things Albeit in different font, it's not. It's nothing new. It's nothing. Um... But does it? Does it have to be new? I don't know. Well, so it's not necessarily new. But so I'm, I'm scared, but I'm also excited. So I'm in hell for a reason. Obviously, I haven't just got there because it was George's day the weekend. <laughs> um, working at working at a new client. And um, I'm, I'm doing a product donor workshop, but it's not it's not uh, Scrum Alliance, CSPA, or anything like that. It's my own workshop, yeah, which frees me up to actually teach what I think will help these people be really effective in their role. Mm-hmm. It's not in any way to um, actually. We should say slag off because it's our own podcast. Slag off any of the other, but there are learning objectives that have effectively been watered down over the years because it's yeah. it's become introductory level training. Yeah. So everybody that's coming to my workshop knows what agile is. Yeah. They know what Scrum is. They've been working in Scrum. So there's no. I don't have to go through the agile manifesto. I don't have to go through. This is. Scrum is, is an incremental empirical approach. I don't have to do any of that. I can go straight into the psychological challenges associated with things like procrastination, perfectionism, all that kind of stuff, which I think has a massive impact. Um, so that's not necessarily me, but so the amount of people I've never done the research on this. I don't know whether you have the amount of people that you taught, for example, CSPA, CSA, that have actually gone on to ACSA. Yeah, I imagine it would be single figures in terms of percentages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't Easily, be ten yeah. percent. Easily. Whereas now, people who do have a choice, they're not just signing up for the one thing; they're signing up for the after. So. 
not only will they get this workshop, but I'm going to be working with them over the next six months. Group coaching, one-to-one -one coaching. And we've already got another workshop booked in for six months' time. So it's a, it's a real... So that... Is it new? I mean, it's a new way, I suppose. But it's, it's content that those people would probably statistically never have got to. Yeah. Because yeah. they would have just done an introductory course. And that's it. Yeah. And these, if you to Google product owners training, the first places you'd come across would be as much as as much as I love you, Jeff, and as much as I want it to be an a success right now, they wouldn't find your product owner pathway. They'd find, they'd find something else. Yeah, they find CSPA, PSPA. And nice, this client came to me asking for CSPA. Did they? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I said, because technically I could still offer it to them. And I said, absolutely, I could do that, but I'm not going to. Yeah. Because I believe more than that. Yeah. And what it was. And uh, they, they were convinced. So, you know, it's, got to be, it's got to be better than just a two-day pass. But at the moment, that's, that's the only option they think they have. They don't think there is anything. Yeah. <laughs> and until other people start offering something else, that you know, they just won't choose anything else. Yeah. I think it's just nice having a choice. I think it's nice having... Um, because don't get me wrong, there'll be some people that just want a quick, a shot in the arm, a fix. You know, I'm not I'm not saying it's the, it's the right option, but I'm saying it's an option. But at the moment, that's all. That's the only option. The, the shot in the arm is the only option they do have. You're right. It would be nice to be able to have somewhere that you can pick, pick and choose the type of thing, and not just scrum something much more. Um, much more, like you said, art, the word artisan, but something much more wide-ranging, and you can you can pick from subjects around collaboration to facilitation to improv to presentation skills to you know, anything that you think you, any any string you want to add to your bow for agile practitioners that isn't ramming one particular methodology down your throat. That would be nice. So how are you? Okay. Can't you tell from my um, incredibly uh, my incredible tan that I've come back with? You look whiter than normal, but I think that's to do with your studio lighting. <laughs> no, it's it's fairly uh, accurate. I didn't get a tan. I just stay in the shade, mate. See. Don't, don't do tanning. I'm quite happy to sit under a brolly and do a, do a crossword. Did three crosswords when I was out there. That was that was my way of slowing. Yeah, that was my way of slowing down. I feel. I said, no. But I feel. I said this to, to to the wife when we were out there. I I feel I'm becoming more unintelligent as I get older. Um, I feel that I don't have time to learn. Um, and it's all linked to what you were saying, but um, the, the, that hot time on holiday, that week was, I needed to slow down a bit and, and get back into that. Just let my brain whir a bit around something a bit slower and a bit, something different. I need, needed a different stimulus and it was a crossword for me. 
Fair enough. Not necessarily a book, but a crossword. Yeah. I was doing a crossword before we started. Were you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've replaced my, uh, my most of my social media with... Uh, Good for you. It's an app that's effectively a... It's like a brain training app. A collection of... No, 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 no. I have done that, but no, this is more of a sort of magazine type app where it collects articles from different sources you know, based on your interests and what you like with theater. So I don't have to go search the internet or look at the news. I can I can just read different articles. Yeah. So I was reading how you know this nuclear plant in Finland has tested this robotic approach to burying nuclear waste, which is going to use that problem. Just interesting things like that. Yeah. Which is uh, worrying about uh, what's going on in the UK House of Commons. Which is a which is a shameless, to be honest. That's, that's the type of thing that does depress you. So, yeah. And doesn't really enhance your intelligence. No. So yeah, you got you got to seek it out. Well, I learnt new yeah, words. What was the word I learned the other day? Yes. Eshu. Eshu. Yeah. Eshu. Eshu. What does that mean, mm-hmm. Jeff? What does it say? Eshu. Sort of push to one side. Yeah, very good. So I'd never heard of that before. And I, feel, I feel a little bit more educated now because of the words that I uh, And what was the other one? Is, uh, noblesse oblige. Noblesse oblige. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> See, I'd never heard of that. What does that mean then, Jeff? That was an answer. That was a difficult Birth. answer. Birthright, isn't it? Yeah. Do, do, do duty, yeah. But it was a long, that was a big anagram, that was. I didn't get that right. Um, what was I'll give you another clue yeah, if you can get it. This uh, There was loads of 14-letter answers in this crossword. See, I quite like those because once you get a few letters, because you will, because there are other little clues there, yeah. all spreading and stuff, and you've got a few, you can break the word up. So the clue was um, <laughs> hardline UN committee, um, something like showing signs of improvement. This is great podcast material, by the way. I re- I read you, I read you, I read you crossword puzzles, clues, and you think about them. This is what people pay their money for, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> you got the crossword in front of you, I presume. No, I've done that from memory. I've, I've, I, on a plane on the way back from Lanzarote, I honestly, I had uh, a crossword. It was about twelve p- clues done. I stared at a crossword for about three hours, and how many clues do you think I got in three hours? Two, one, <laughs> a single answer, and it's. In that respect, it's thoroughly depressing and frustrating, but it did make the time pass. Yeah. And I had to go, you know, I had to have a break. I'll put it down for 15 minutes and I'll sit back and I'll think. And you, you try something else out and it doesn't work. And you ponder a bit. 
It's that slow in the brain. Though. That's what I needed. Yeah. yeah, immensely frustrating when you don't. And then when you see the answers, you go. Oh. Some of them you can't quite understand. But yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you. Uh, well, perhaps we should. Perhaps perhaps we should put that out there as a as a as a question on our uh, on our Patreon page. See if anyone can get the answer. Well, to be fair, you haven't really given the clue. You said it. Yeah, sort of something like this. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> Which exactly. in a cryptic crossword, if it's a cryptic crossword, yes, that could be it's, quite it's essential. It's essential. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll find the clue. I'll I'll yeah. write it out and I'll I'll put it in the comments and see if anyone can get okay. it. How about that? Okay. And you can have a go as well. Cool. Yeah, you better get an early night and get a. Yeah, you've got a big day ahead of you. I've got my day to day two of my product owner class myself tomorrow. A bit, a bit more, a uh, bit more stress for you, I imagine. But good yeah. luck with it, mate. I'm sure you'll uh, not knock it out of the park. See you soon, buddy. Right. See you soon. Cheers. Shut up.